This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Good morning. Coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus, we are going to be joined by Dr. Bonnie Beauchet to tell us all about the Read to Soar program. Reading is so essential in today's society. At one point, 50% of kids in school were not reading at their respected grade level. New data that came out this year now shows that 80% of kids in school are not reading at their grade level. Dr. Bonnie Beauchet has been an educator throughout South Dakota for over 30 years. Now retired, she created the Read to Soar program in 2006 that teaches kids and even college students how to read, write, and articulate their speech. With the guidance of Dr. Bonnie, she is able to scientifically determine each child's strengths and weaknesses in the Read to Soar program. In a matter of weeks under Dr. Bonnie and her reading coaches, kids are reading above their grade level. She's actively looking for new coaches to join Read to Soar this March. For more information about how to become a certified reading coach and the program itself, that can be found at readtosoar.com. That's read, R-E-A-D, the number two, S-O-A-R dot com. That's all coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing, your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. To get your free inventor's information, call 1-800-352-1609. That's 1-800-352-1609. Again, 1-800-352-1609. Welcome back to another edition of Sunday Focus. There are a lot of great businesses and programs here around the Sioux Empire. One of them you might not have heard of before is called Read to Soar. And joining us right now in the studio, she is the founder and coach of Read to Soar. She's also a former educator herself, Dr. Bonnie Beauchet. Thank you for being here with us this morning. And again, lots of great businesses around the Sioux Empire. Yours is Read to Soar. Why don't you tell us all about it? Read to Soar. Soar is a reading company that was designed in 2006 to 2008 when I was doing my postdoctorate. And as an elementary teacher and principal and superintendent and professor, I realized that lots of our children and adults continue to struggle with reading, and there was no answer. So I decided that I would spend a committed concentrated time really focusing on reading. So while I developed this program, I was um, in a hangar while my son was learning how to fly, and he was in medical school, and the pilots were talking about everything that had to be done before they could fly. And I'm sitting in the corner thinking, you know what, that's exactly what has to happen in reading. 
Students have to know diagnostically where they're reading, where they're spelling, what do they know about the English language, and then I added a little bit of psychology, like what are their strengths and what are their learning styles. And I couldn't find a program that did that. So I started looking. There's Windsor Learning, there's Orton Gillingham, there's all kinds of programs, but there was not one that did the diagnostic piece. So as I sat in the hangar that morning, I thought, you know what? God really wants us to soar. But how are we going to soar if every single brain has not been diagnosed like these planes before they fly? And that day I decided I'm, I'm going to do two more years in, in a postdoctoral program and I am going to commit to figuring this out. So I decided that morning, sitting in the hangar, that the Regisor program would be born. And I spent the next two years just studying diagnostically what had to take place so that we could diagnose every single brain that, that was willing to move forward in their literacy and their reading. And that really is the, the foundation for Read to Soar, is improving literacy, not only in Sioux Falls and in the surrounding area, but in the United States and beyond. This is how you know that you're an educator, because my mom, she's a teacher. She always thinks thinks so logically and so like, okay, how can I solve this problem or what's my next step? Mm-hmm. If my son was about to fly a plane, I'd be thinking, oh my <laughs> gosh, what is he about to do right now? Not, oh, wait a minute. This could be a good idea for a business that can help kids learn how to read. So what was the need that you saw to bring this, build, uh, this business to life in Sioux Falls? So as a professor, you always look at the research behind the, the issue or the crisis or the problem and what are you going to do to solve the problem. So currently, while I sat in the hangar, students that were not reading at grade level was approximately 50 percent mm. struggling readers. So fast forward to 2023, the National um, Panel of Reading and the U.S. Department of Education, their data is saying approximately 80% of our students are not reading at grade level. That's huge. Yeah. So when you take a look at that, you look at it and you have to zoom in and say, okay, now what am I going to do with that? And diagnostically, I started looking at reliability and validity. So as a research person, we have to use assessments that are specifically... 95% reliable and valid. And that's what we do in Read to Soar is we have, it's like CrossFit for the brain. We go in and we do these five assessments. Mm-hmm. We know exactly where your brain is and it's go time. Kind of goes with the purpose, too, of the program, just to improve that reading across the board. Because you said it yourself, it jumped from 50% all the way to 80%. And it's, it's a great reading program for the community. So would you say that grade school kids are your target audience for Read to Soar? So if you go to the website, readtosoar.com, you will see um, our technique, that which is different. The assessment, which is reliable and valid, is kindergarten through freshman in college. So it can really apply to anyone. And as I have traveled this path and adhered to not my plan, but the plan that God has for this crisis that we're in, 
I continue to see people coming forward that are not only students, but as I sit with parents and guardians and bilingual students in, in the Pettigrew neighborhood and single moms, and they want this. They want this, mm-hmm. but they don't know how to get it. So you also had to have a program that's like, well, in three years, mm-mm, eight to 12 weeks, we diagnose your brain. The disclaimer is, Every person's different, every child's different, every adult is different. But based on the information, the data I've collected in the last 12 years, we move students, the Regisource system and our Regisource certified coaches move students and individuals to three, four grade le- levels in eight to 12 weeks. That's a pretty accelerated program. Right, so it's CrossFit. And, and once a student who believes he or she cannot read and they come to you that emotional intelligence is struggling i have an eighth grader who came to me and the program was designed on zoom had a sweatshirt on had a hood on wouldn't look at me i diagnosed him and he was completely defeated he'd been in intervention Mm -hmm. programs for six years his brain moved a year and a half a year and a half in two weeks. Wow. The next week, his hood is off. He's five minutes early for Zoom. He's sharing with me how he's going to the athletic program that he's in. He's going to step aside from that. He's going to focus on this for eight weeks and be the best he can be. Mm. That happened in two weeks. Wow. So when you have someone see, whoa, maybe that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe those six years of intervention really didn't understand my unique, amazing brain. Life-changing. Very life-changing. Once again, if you are just listening, we're being joined in the studio right now with Dr. Bonnie Beauchet. She is the founder and a coach with Read to Store here, a business in the Sioux Falls area. Now, besides getting inspired by your son <laughs> about to fly a plane, you are very accomplished as a teacher and educator in general. So why don't you tell us about your teaching background? You already gave us a little snippet of it. Teacher, professor, superintendent, list kind of goes on for you. So I did 16 years in Western South Dakota where the majority of my students were indigenous um, children and bilingual. So I became very passionate, again, about working with bilingual children and recognizing that reading was a struggle. And then throughout my training, 80% of the English language follows a rule. So we have to teach specifically what those rules are. There is no memorizing. This is a direct instruction. Harvard just released a study saying your brain likes direct instruction. The Regisar program is going to give you those 33 lessons, give you those phonics rules. If you can know the rules, you can spell. If you can spell, you can read. If you can read, you can write. If you can write, you can articulate. So from teacher then, I went on and got my master's. Went into administration and then went back in and got my doctorate and then went back into the classroom and then went on and got the two-year degree. So I, the, the reading was really, was re- the, the, the reading was this underlying current of, of just like pulling me to, th- this problem is getting worse. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Now you're a teacher. Now you're a superintendent. I was a superintendent in Volga at a small Christian school. We assessed the entire school. We grade-leveled the entire school, and we started moving them. And every single student knew where they were in reading and could tell me to the month where they were when they came in for their biweekly assessment. 
obviously education has changed a lot the last couple of years. What was the biggest change or challenge you experienced during your teaching career? Again, the rise of reading for me and just the frustration, that was the challenge for me, was that you want every child to be successful, and one of my degrees is psychology, Mm -hmm. and if a child doesn't know what their strengths are through Howard Gardner, if a child doesn't know what their learning style is, and now we have four, visual, auditory, kinesthetic, and digital. Mm. So if you diagnose those, those strengths, you teach right to the strength. Gardner calls them weakness, I call them challenges, and you teach to the challenge. So you teach to the strength while you're teaching to the challenge to bring that up to the strength. But if you don't do that, every kid doesn't fit in a box. Every student doesn't fit Mm -hmm. in a box. You have to teach to where they are to see success. And that's the other reason we just soar, soar so quickly is the student understands that this is me. This is where I'm reading. This is what I know about the English language. Nobody ever taught me. So that's why I can't spell. Nothing I did wrong. And now I'm going to learn them in three weeks. And oh, my goodness, my, my reading is soaring. And there's a system. Why? Because your brain likes system. Atomic Habits, greatest book I've ever read. You set a goal, but your system defines your goal. Hmm. What's your goal? Well, how are you going to get there? Shoe Dog, if you've never read it, the guy that, that um, found, founded Nike talks about the same thing. Like, what is your God-given purpose, and who are you relying on to get there? This program today is not about me. This program is about what was given as a gift and identifying a gift in every single person that we work with and helping them establish And they quickly see that, that what I've been told isn't always correct about what's possible for me academically, which lays the foundation for emotional intelligence. Now, Dr. Bonnie, this is going to sound like a silly question, but how does someone teach a young child to read, especially with today's technology? You know, you can just give a kid a tablet and they can be read too. For example, audiobooks easily can be under this category. You plug Mm -hmm. it in, you put on the headphones, and they're being read Mm -hmm. a story to at night. So how does one go about teaching kids how to read? If that was effective, we wouldn't have 80% of our students struggling readers right now. If Mm -hmm. tablets were effective, we have 80% of our students that are struggling readers. So how you teach a student to read is you diagnose their brain. You have to know exactly where that brain is. Is that brain less than first grade? Is that brain second grade, second month? Once you diagnose where the brain is, then where are they spelling? Because both of our spelling and reading assessments are 95 to 97% reliable and valid. Those come out of our Bible in education called the Mental Measurements Yearbook. You have to use assessments that are reliable and valid. Mm-hmm. So when I belly up to the table with a parent, a teacher, a guardian, a team of people saying, this student's reading at 3.2, they pull Charlotte's Web or whatever, they read right there. So unless I know exactly diagnostically where they're at, that's where you begin. And then you start with the system. Now you know reading, spelling. What do they know about the English language? I designed a phonics assessment. I give them short vowel sounds, blends, digraphs, syllabication. If they don't know anything about the English language, I start way back at the first slide. There's 33 lessons. It's created for Zoom. We also do face-to-face in libraries. Then what are your strengths? Everybody's got them. What are yours? And they can tell me straight up pretty much what they are. And then we look. We design a flight plan at the end. This is your flight plan. This is where you're reading. This is where you're spelling. This is what you know about the English language. Nobody really ever taught you. Harvard says you got to know that. 
you need some direct instruction. Here's your strengths, and here's how you learn. You got to hear it, and you got to move, girl. And they're like, yeah, you're in trouble <laughs> for that. <laughs> okay, that's you. You're digital kinesthetic. You're a mover like me. I'm auditory kinesthetic, digital diplomacy back in the day. But when I realized that, I'm okay be standing in my desk. I'm okay having a chair that rocks. That's me. So once we give them a flight plan, they're like, huh, well, that's pretty cool. I was like, yeah, that's you. Let's see. Susan, that's you. Now we're going to do that. It's go time because we're three grade levels behind. But you know what? I've done hundreds of kids. And we can move you one. They're like, that is not, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Let's go. The way that my mom always taught me growing up, eye on the prize, and you're going to get a kick out of this, but when I was in first grade, I can't believe I'm saying this story, I failed my first spelling test, and I cried mm. and cried and cried, but I'm lucky that I had someone like my mom and my family to keep me going, keep me motivated, because you have to find something that works. Mm-hmm. You have to find your right. niche. Right. For me, it wasn't math and science. When I did get math and science, it clicked in my head, but reading and writing came pretty natural to me. Sure. I can't imagine what it's like for kids nowadays with all the technology mm-hmm. in front of them and just so many other distractions going on that it's hard for them to focus. You mm-hmm. know, it's hard for them to figure out what their goal is and what they want to accomplish. I guess you can say the reason why the percentage went up from 50 to 80%, I want to say it's because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Would you say that's why a lot of kids nowadays aren't reading at their grade level at the moment anyway? The significant jump really did happen after COVID when you pay attention to the the, the statistics, the U.S. Department of Ed and National Reading Panel. So um, without looking at direct um, comparison, that is when the increase did take place in Phi Delta Cap and in the educational journals. So again, unless you have that direct instruction, and Harvard just released a new study, um, students are going to struggle, and we're seeing it. And Rita Soar is flying in <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to work with as many students, families, teachers, all walks. We are even, uh, we have a former prosecuting attorney who's a trainer of ours. And she sees this working with people that are um, juveniles that, that are struggling in literacy. Um, I have another potential trainer that is looking at people that are on probation and struggling in literacy. So it's it's the doors are opening in our community, and it's, it's not just children; it's it's across the board. So many um, doors are opening, and I'm extremely honored to be a part of leading this. I just want to say team of people that are so passionate about changing literacy in our area. If you are just listening, I'm being joined by the founder and a coach with Reed's Store, Dr. Bonnie Boucher. Let's talk about what Reed's Store has to offer. It's not just you, like you said, behind this great business, this great program. You have your coaches with you too. So there is actually an event that you have coming up in March that people can get certified to become mm-hmm. a Retasor coach. What is this all about? So the first team Retasor certification will take place March 10th 
and 11th at the clubhouse in Sioux Falls. The 10th will be from 5 to 9 p.m. and the 11th will be from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. You'll be able to look at a link on the Regisor website, regisor.com, for application to become a certified Regisor coach. We are going to limit the training to 10 people for the first one, and we are super excited. We have trainers working with us. We also look at people coming in at their personalities, their color personalities, how they learn, and they are matched with a trainer to work with them. And we, we pair two people, two um, individuals with a trainer that matches their learning style to capitalize on the amount of time that we have together. During that time, they will become a certified reading coach, an independent consultant, and they will be able to work with students one-on-one or Zoom um, as a certified reading registrar coach. So who can participate in this training program? Is it offered to teachers, parents, anyone really who's interested? So we have all walks of life. Um, if you go to the website, again, com, you will see that we have um, a director of an orphanage in, in Ghana, Africa. She is one of our trained certified coaches working with students that are rescued out of um, off of the lake in Africa. We have uh, uh, an individual that has a master's degree in business. We now have have um, a former prosecuting attorney who has a degree in English. We have someone majoring in business who works with students on, or people on probation. He is interested in working with. So all really all walks of life, parents who want to, maybe homeschool parents who who really are, are looking at, well, man, I, how could I improve this whole curriculum for myself in reading? Um, I know that there's a very active... Um, in eastern and western South Dakota, um, homeschool group, um, any of, of the parents that would be interested. What is you would you say is the goal of this event happening in March, of so the training sessions in March? The goal has always been, which is the philosophy of Reach to Soar, is how are we going to take that 80% and we're going to flip it so that we have strong leaders. We have to look at these individuals that are going to be our leaders in 20 years, mm. 10 years, 20 years. We have 80% that are not reading, strong reading. How are we going to flip that? So the, the goal really is to touch as many lives, train as many individuals as possible to make a difference, and like I'm seeing in, in individuals' lives. Now, Dr. Bonnie, why should anyone consider becoming a Regisor coach? Serving other people has become one of the um, just pillars of my life. Continuing to serve children and adults on a weekly, daily basis becomes, they give me more than I can give to them. We were created to serve. Number two is it's also lucrative for you as an independent um, consultant or as, as an independent coach. You would be able to set up your own reading coaching. It was designed in 2008, 2010 on Zoom. So you can have the freedom to coach students from your computer. You can have the freedom to meet in a library one-on-one, but it's all designed around your time. And the entire system is created, and that would be delivered to you March 10th and 11th. Are you currently training anyone in other states to be certified coaches? Again, March 10th and 11th is the first coaching session, training session in South Dakota. We are planning a session in Florida in May, and I've just been contacted by the Virgin Islands to do a presentation in June. 
you shared a story earlier in this program about an eighth grader that says, I'm going to dedicate my time. I'm going to treat this like it's a sport and just Mm -hmm. get to the reading level where I need to be at. Talk about how parents feel once they see their kid reading, writing. I, I mean, the joy you must see in their face. It's rewarding for you, too. So this parent, I actually saw her. I was invited to an event with their family, and she pulled me aside and she said, um, I'm going to call him David. David got in trouble in school. What do you think is happening? I said, because he was put in a box for six, seven years and told, this is what you can do, David. And now he's like, well, <laughs> guess what? I'm reading to grade levels higher in three weeks. And maybe that's not me. And I have a voice. And he's learning how to use it. He texts me and asks me, we getting on tonight? So within three weeks, quickly, when, when a student or I had a father, I was assessing in a very affluent home. And she's six years old, not doing well. And the dad's like, I'm mad. I'm mad about all this. I have feelings about this. I said, talk to me about that. He said, I think the system failed me. And he said to his wife, and Bonnie's going to assess me and you're going to leave the room. Because I want to know where I'm at and I want to know where they failed me. So this is where the whole, like, heart comes from. It's, it, you know, I, when I designed it, I just designed it because I was a teacher and I wanted to help kids in school. But it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like the Red Sea right now, like I was telling you. <laughs> it was like, it's just like every, you know, every day I talk to someone that where, where this whole literacy thing is impacting, whether it's, you know, juveniles, whether it's, Uh, people on probation, whether it's teachers really wanting to impact children, whether it's homeschool moms that I had, you know, going to have meetings at the library. If you want information, just continue to go back to Registrar because that's where you're going to, that's your landing pad for information that will be coming as we continue to develop this. A couple things we have in the hopper. We are collaborating with the outdoor campus for Regisor and and out and outdoors. So Regisor Nature is what it's called. So we will do a part where we're reading and we know where we're reading, and then you get a little like we're gonna go fishing. And then they get the five simple steps and they have to read them. So we're doing that. We're collaborating with Siouxland Libraries to bring in back to nature books. Supposedly new diagnosis is nature deficit, so we're getting kids back into nature this mm-hmm. summer. We're figuring out ways to to bring in students that wouldn't completely be on that side of town, but how do we get them there? And then we're also collaborating with some of the um, stores, the the toy stores in in Sioux Falls, to bring literature and other things back to nature for summer. So watch watch the website for that also. There was another student at, at the college I was at in Florida, and she had told me not to bother because she had had leukemia when she was three, and the radiation destroyed her ability to to learn and read. Mm. And now she's 19. I said, well, I'm going to bother, okay? Whatever. So we bothered. (laughs) And by Thanksgiving, she's been raised by a grandmother. She was an eighth-grade reader, so they had to bring books home for the holiday. And then at Christmas time, she wanted to bring home Shakespeare. She was a first-grade reader in August. Her grandmother called me. Um, at the school, they had learning specialists, so that was kind of our bumper pads, and, and they couldn't get to the professors. So the learning specialist said, say, so-and-so's grandma would like to talk to you. Um, and I was packing up for winter break, and she says, this is, I'll, I'll call her um, 
Suzanne, this is Suzanne's grandma. What's going on? I said, why? She goes, well, Suzanne just got home, and um, <laughs> she's reading Shakespeare. I said, mm-hmm, yeah, aware. What are you doing? I'm teaching her reading, but she, yes, she can. Now, winter break's over, she's back, we share the same birthday month. She says, you know, Dr. B, I didn't eat a cheeseburger today. I said, okay, what's the significance of that? She said, they had to come in and coach with me once or twice a week. <sighs> you know, I really don't like cheeseburgers. But for the last, like, I think since I was 10, I couldn't read. I don't want anybody reading me the menu. I had, like, it was so awful, but I could read it. It was pineapple croissant. And I didn't have a cheeseburger today because of you. Oh. Wow, I said. It's really powerful. It's okay. It's why you do what you do. You don't have to say anything else. Yeah, actually got an internship with Johnson Johnson. That's amazing. Yeah. So, from don't bother. (laughs) And it's reasons why Reads Uh the Sore is such an important program, Uh such an important business here in the Sioux Falls area. Again, if you need more information about the coaching session that's going to be coming up in March. If you have any questions about the program in general, you can always visit readtosore.com. And again, Dr. Bonnie Beauchet, thank you so much for thank giving you. us your time this thank morning. You, Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio, Town Square Media, Sioux Falls.